Hey listeners, this is Evan, your host and melon lord of the Avatar The Second Age campaign. We're going to do something a little different today. For the next week, you're going to hear a series of one-shot encounters that I held with each of my friends. In these brief one-on-one sessions, we're presenting an opportunity to look back at the lives of the main characters just before they stumbled into the ongoing spiritual mysteries and the intrigue of the Order of the White Lotus. Who were they? What were they doing in their life? Why did they leave everything behind to join this organization? I have a friend, uh, this girl I tattooed recently. I'm sorry to like delay, but no, please, I was talking to her and she was, we were talking about Avatar and she's like, I've been watching it with my son. He loves it, blah, blah, blah. And I, she's like, have you seen Korra? And I'm like, no, not yet. And she's like, I got it on a DVD. Next time I see it, I'll bring it to see you. I'll bring it to you. Oh. I was like, awesome. And I was telling her about our, our game and she was like, oh my God, that's awesome. And I was telling her all about it. And she's really cool. I really liked her a lot. Um, but she messaged me later and she was like, hey, do you have your podcast? And I sent it to her. And she's like, cool. If you ever have an open spot, she's like, let me know. And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but she, right. I was just like, OK. But I was like, here's the podcast. OK, let me bye. <laughs> uh, okay, bye. <laughs> OK, bye. Oh, um, that, that's awesome. But yeah, she was really excited because I was telling her all about like the different characters and stuff, and she was just like, "Oh, that sounds so cool." And she's like, "I," she's like, "I don't know a lot of girl nerds, so it's just, it's cool to meet another girl nerd." And I'm like, "Yeah." Did but, you say Did you say girl nerd or grown yeah, nerd? Girl, oh, okay. a girl nerd. Girl nerd. We, okay. We, we are not. We are not many. Uh, um, I I don't know if that's true. Well, you know. At least out, like and around, and <laughs> self, self-proclaiming. Aren't... You guys self-proclaiming <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot of um femme nerds i feel like uh kind of keep it to themselves you know um understandably for so. stupid for stupid societal reasons but yeah um but I mean, yeah so she men. was like super stoked yeah, because men yeah um fire air Water. Earth. Nearly a century ago, Avatar Aang and his friends ended the Hundred Year War. Our ancestors came from all walks of life, fought, and died on every side. While most of us are looking to forge new futures, some of us are still haunted by the past. The creation of the United Republic of Nations was supposed to usher in a society where benders and non-benders from all over the world could live and thrive together in peace and harmony. We were wrong. Despite the best efforts of Avatar Korra, the Earth Queen is dead, assassinated by the airbender Zaheer who wanted to plunge the world back into chaos. Some say he succeeded. Now the Earth Kingdom is divided, its provinces fighting one another for dominion over the land. When we needed her the most, the Avatar vanished once again. For the citizens of Ba Sing Se, hope came from the whispers of the Great Uniter, 
who promised to usher in a new age of peace and prosperity for all. An age of balance with or without the Avatar. This is the second age of the Avatar. The port town of Nasim Shai is situated at the tip of the world's arm, an affectionate moniker for the peninsula in the far eastern Earth Kingdom. The world's arm cradles the entire eastern sea, the smallest of the world's six major seas and one of the most treacherous to navigate. Many of the world's finest imports travel to the Earth Kingdom capital of Ba Sing Se through the port city of Chameleon Bay, but to reach its lucrative destination, all shipments must pass through the Silver Strait, a wide bridge of water connecting the Eastern Sea to the South Sea and the rest of the world. Nasim Shai sits at the tip of it all. A chain of small mountains runs along the length of the peninsula and the sparse remaining forests along the peninsula are typically found in parks and nature preserves. Hundreds of people intently go about their business along the main street of Nasim Shai, which runs through the town all the way down the hill to the pier at the tip of the peninsula. Dozens of people come to the town every day for tourism, to see the ancient airbender shrines along the Earth King's Road, and to buy souvenirs from Indri and Huron's general store. The air is warm, and the oceanic breeze has a faint musk of salt on this otherwise typical day. The sun is setting, and we see a dark-haired, young, tall man and a fairer complexion than most people in Nasim Shai. Mariposa, you feel your throat is hoarse and the corners of your mouth tremble as your eyes begin to burn with tears as you watch your oldest friend, your confidant, walk down the main street without looking back at you. Standing outside of your parents' general store, you don't notice when he disappears into the crowd. Where does Mariposa go after this fateful moment? What does she do next? <laughs> she just sort of like her, her, she feels the tears burning her eyes. She feels that tightness in her throat. Oh, fine, get out of here. I didn't need you anyway. And she'll kick something like a, like a little rock or a stake off of the pier, like into the water. And then she'll uh, go to her safe space, her her happy place, which is uh, there's like a I, I imagine there's some sort of like meadow or very sport sparse forest, like nothing nothing thick or crazy, just like trees here and there, um, where she finds a lot of her her bugs. Um, she just wants to be with with nature. I feel like it's yes, uh, you you'll absolutely find something like that outside of town so if you were at the pier um you were probably you're at the bottom of the landscape uh you're, you're you know you're near the the body of what you're at sea level um and you have to essentially walk up the the main road this main road runs through nasim shai it is uh, a paved road 
um, definitely a, a, a paved road, and it runs all the way through the city, uh, and it bends out of the city and ultimately goes to Ba Sing Se, hundreds if not mm-hmm. thousands of miles away. This is called the Earth King's Road. It is the the single, it, it's like Highway 1 of this entire peninsula. It goes <laughs> up and down the whole thing. Uh, everything sort of connects to it. Any settlements are going to be based around it. Um, and so you'll you'll walk up the hill, up through town. Uh, you're you'll pass your parents' general store at the at the hilltop, um, where there's a crossroad, literally just called like Hilltop Road or something. Um, and then you'll go beyond that. You'll go outside of town, and you've driven through Pennsylvania and the highways, and so you probably recognize these, like, familiar landscape features, Hope, like, on the on the sides of the highway where there's, like, this, this like, ditch, almost, that, lot, like, wild, tall grass is growing, and then there's, like, maybe a dozen trees at most, and they're just, like, these sparse little, like, forest oasis, oases? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I think that's what you find. Maybe not like so wildly overgrown with like tall grass. In fact, I don't think there's too much tall grass that would uh, exist in this particular climate. But you you do find like a small, you know, not a forest, but like a grouping of trees. Um, Maybe like a little thicket, almost. Yeah, like a thicket and and some 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 things that are definitely woody and trunked. <laughs> <laughs> Trees is a, a little bit of a generous word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So she like runs, um, and, and she makes a very deliberate turn uh, off of the road, and kind of does a leap like across the little embankment, like the little the little ditch, little divot in the side of the road, um, across. Uh, I don't know if I need to use a story point for this, or if this is just something that can be a thing, uh, but I want to say that there's a special uh, woody sort of growing thing um, where she and uh, where she and Chiron would hang out uh, and talk about stuff. You don't need a story point for that. It just exists. Um, it exists. Cool. It just cool. exists. Uh, that's yeah. That's how this works. Uh, so you you go to this this. Very sad excuse for a tree. Um, it's, and it's, it's not that it's like a bad tree or anything. It's just young. It is it is a young tree. Um, it was probably incidentally uh, growing here because, you know, some sort of critter pooped out a seed or something. And right. it's just, it is, it is replacing a forest that you probably know um, disappeared a long time ago. Like right. a long, long, well before you were born, well before your parents were born. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, so she'll kind of run up to this little, little tree, this little sapling, if you will, um, <laughs> and uh, she'll sort of look at it and <sighs> oh, that's a lot of running. She's sort of like out of breath for a second. She puts her hands on her knees because that is definitely further and harder and faster than she has run in a while. So she Um, ran from the pier to this location. No stopping. She 
Ren. Um, so she's probably very tired because she was being very dramatic and upset. Um, uh, while she's going, so yeah, she was running. If 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 it's not feasible for her to run that far, she might she might have slowed to a trot at some point. Make me an um, athletics check. Definitely, like when she's going by people or you know, and okay. Yeah. And definitely when she and I'm grabbing my dice and looking at my but definitely when she gets to the grass and starts to approach the tree, she would break into a, you know, a sprint. And um how difficult is this check? Uh average, two purple. Oh well two purple, two green. That's how we like to roll around here. Uh uh oh mm, Alright. <laughs> uh so that is a two threat after the two success and two uh, failure canceled each other out. <laughs> All right, so so a failure and two threat. Um, you, I think oh, on no. the way... I think it's just two threat, because I got two successes and two failures, and then... Yeah, so, a wa- so the wash between failure and success oh. is a, an automatic failure. Since there's I no... understand, I apologize. No, you're fine. <laughs> you're totally fine. Um, don't worry, you're not going to die. This isn't, this isn't it. <laughs> um, but I, I do think what... So this, this check was to just kind of represent overall your Mariposa's attempt to just run uh, f- full uh, from, from the pier all the way to this location far outside of town. Um, you you don't manage to run the entire way and <laughs> and i think i think along the way you hmm two threat yeah that's a lot that's many it, two threat is such many i i think along such the many numbers. I, um, along the way you run into a um you run you run into a shrine uh, just a roadside shrine, um, one of one of many such small roadside shrines. And a- as you are running and you attempt to sort of like jump off the road and into the grass uh, as you're preparing to you know jump into this foresty area, uh, you kick you, you you kick and break a, a small like offering pot at, uh, along the the shrine. Um, F outside. F pour uh, a, a number like just a, a ton of like small copper pieces maybe like a silver piece or two just mm-hmm. all pour over the, out of the uh, out of the clay pot you just shattered uh, oh um oops uh mm-hmm. she's just gonna she, she doesn't want to break her uh her dramatic moment but also the small offering pot she does not want to uh to you know disrespect it so she'll so so very quickly like almost as an afterthought try to like scoop together the coins and like place them where it was and kind of like maybe take a broken piece and kind of just uh, um and she'll like lick her finger and like touch the bottom of the, the piece <laughs> and like try to stick it on top you i think i think mariposa does this for a little bit longer than she intends to and the having <laughs> with the sun having already started setting uh well before you left the pier it is now, um, it is now like pretty clearly nighttime. Uh, the uh-huh. the sun the sun is almost effectively gone from the sky. Uh, the the sky has that like like light purple violet mm. color to it. Um, mm. You can see on the horizon because I I think you're able to see like the 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 sea. You're able to see the eastern sea on one side of you, and you're able to see. 
uh, the the great sea on the other side of you. Um, so on either side, you know, you're almost like straddling the world. It feels like, and uh, you you spend some time putting these 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 coins in this pot <laughs> and trying to put the pot back together. And then from there, you put it down. You're like, okay, I'm good. And you you know you you go to your your big tree, uh, and the the tree itself is covered in beetle worms. <gasps> it's a sign. So, so, have I, is it normally covered in beetle worms? No. Or is this like a new? Well, and, uh, well, I just said no, so I'm not gonna make you make a check for it, but uh, no, it's not normally covered <laughs> in beetle worms. Yeah, she and Chiron came here a lot and actually, they actually carved their initials into the side of it. And, um, which is just a C and an M. But, uh, <laughs> she no also last took whatever. <laughs> no, uh, because I don't have one right now for her. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, want to retrospectively eventually put that in there. But anyway, um, she did take one of her, uh, ribbons at some point a while ago. Um, and she did tie one to to one of the branches that like towards the trunk around one of the branches she did tie one of her ribbons around there and i imagine that like he found some kind of like rock or something or a little pebble you know like when you're walking on the beach and you find some like sea glass or pretty rock oh yeah i'm imagining that like it's a rock or a piece of sea glass they found walking together on the ocean and she like kind of tied it up there with a ribbon and it's like sitting there uh, I really love that. I love it so much. Um, where, so you don't see right away. Uh, make me a perception check. Haha, I won't tell you things. You have to learn. I'm, <laughs> gosh darn it. I got my one. Um, um, I'm really good at those. That's a whole two greens. How hard two is green? it? It is easy. It's one purple and one blue die because you know what you're looking for. I'm sorry. I, uh, I accidentally ripped out my headphone. What was the latter part? One purple and... One blue die. One boost. One die. blue. Oh, yay. One boost. Cool. A boost. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I rolled so good. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, two success, a success and an advantage, another success and an advantage, and a threat. So four success and one advantage. Oh, wow. Uh, four success <laughs> and one advantage. Um, you easily spot uh, this beetle worm and you... Uh, the, the this writhing like mass of, of maybe dozens, maybe even a hundred or so beetle worms, um, just kind of like grubbing and 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 inchworming and and doing bug stuff uh, in the area of the trunk where you had carved your initials, and with the advantage, you know that beetle worms um, feast on sap. Uh, and you know that they are also kind of like a pest, like a blight. And that's why trees in this area, like the forest has been so slow to recover, is because these beetle worms have been um, just kind of grubbing on, on uh, vulnerable young trees. And no. so... <laughs> Sorry, making Mariposa noises. No, fine, please. How does Mariposa react when, when she oh. realizes that these beetle worms are, are chomping at the exposed wood where the carved initials were? Uh, and they're just where the initials were? Yeah, it, it is, they're like all around um, where the, the carving was. Do I know if they bite people? 
actually, you know what? Mariposa is not even gonna worry about that because she sees that, and she's <laughs> and she's not even gonna take a second to to think about it because she sees that. And she's like, no, 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 no. Um, uh, and she's gonna reach forward with her hand and just start like swiping them off and like <laughs> onto the ground. <laughs> um. Okay, make me a resilient. You know, make me a dexterity save. No, I'm kidding. Um. Ah! No, they, they don't. Explode. Uh, they're very. They're small. Uh, they're they're pretty small, um, and you you don't have any problem like dislodging them from the tree bark. Oh. Phew. You can see that the area around the carving has been sort of like, like what once was you know whatever, uh, like a shape or something around your initials is now sort of like oblong and like you can see little chew marks and stuff like they've expanded upon what was already etched. So she kind of sighs at first and looks at it, and I guess they're little artists too in their own way. Um, so is she? Does she do airbending yet at this point? That or she's not discovered her. That was a question I was going to ask you. It's it's up to you. Yeah, because she um, she always liked bugs, but she really like got into it whenever she used her airbending to get that um, to get that butterfly. Um, so I feel like that was probably when Chiron really made the push for her to like go out and see the world and learn more about her abilities and stuff. Chiron I feel like knows. that probably would Yeah. I feel like okay. that would have been the catalyst for him to be more like, look, you know, there's a reason you became like you got these abilities, there's a reason you're an airbender, we need to go investigate this, you know. I feel like that would would have made sense to have been the catalyst. Okay. I if like that, that if lot. that if that is conducive okay <laughs> so she might have like she wouldn't have nearly the ability what she has present game but I feel like she has a little bit well I mean, mm. you can certainly make me a, a bending arts check heck yeah um just your so, chi just my chi okay and yeah uh, so what she wants to do with it I don't know if this if this makes sense scientifically or biologically but in my plebeian brain she wants to focus air on where the carving is to maybe dry out the wood around it to maybe make it less appealing to gnaw on for beetleworms. Um, I don't know if that's a thing or not, but in my brain, I'm like, let's throw it out there and see what happens. <laughs> I, well, I, I don't, I mean, Mariposa doesn't know one way or the other, so she's certainly going yeah. to try, isn't she? She's, she um, is, because Give uh, so uh, a bending arts check. So just your your chi. I I think you definitely do not have any yellow on this one, and the difficulty is the difficulty is average to purple, but with a setback die. Uh oh, that's fair, because she's a noob. Uh. Oh oh um oh okay. Uh, so that is two, three success, two advantage, uh, three threat, and one failure. So that's gonna be one threat and two success. Two success and one threat. Um, you successfully, of course, uh, manifest and manipulate some airbending, and you you give a, a, a good like five to ten second. Con like constant puff, uh, consistent like just psh, like a blow dryer almost, um, waving your hand over the area, and I think 
you dislodge in in the process. You dislodge and and, and your airbending um, hits the ribbon that's dangling from the branch and dislodges the rock, which goes like flying off into the tall grass nearby. Oh no! <laughs> um. So she will like kind of when you drop a die or something small and easy to lose, um, she will rush, like try to focus on where she last saw it be dislodged from the ribbon and she's going to try her best in the dying light, uh, trying to find where it went and she's just got like tears streaming down her face as she like, you know, when you think, you know, I don't know, like for me, like if I drop my wedding ring, like just that like, Oh no, oh, oh no. no, or anything anything valuable. Like if you had a piece of jewelry or something and you drop it and you're like, oh my gosh, where did it go? Where did it go? Uh, so yeah. she's got that panic sort of building up. Uh, make me a perception check to search the tall grass in the dark. So uh, add a setback die to uh, an average check to purple. Cool, she's super good at perception, as we know. As we know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Literally, blank, 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 and a threat. Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, as, as you're crawling on your hands and knees looking for this uh, keepsake stone, um, your, your finger uh, lands on something sort of chitinous, and you feel a, a deep and tight uh, pinch on your, on your finger. Ow! Yes. <laughs> To recoil instinctively. Um, can she see what bit her? Uh, you you see as some like sort of like insect creature just scurries away. Oh, sorry. She'll sort of call after as as it scuttles away. Um, oh no! And she she looks around and sees it's, it's getting like dark pretty quickly. I'd imagine. Oh yeah. Um, you know, uh, like when when the sun starts to fall, you know, it seems pretty exponential the, the growth of dark. So um, she'll just she'll continue to search. Like she she knows at this point it's probably futile, but she's like, hey, maybe I'll touch it, maybe I'll see it. Um, and she'll she'll sort of root around and look, um, and see what she can find. Okay. I would yes, I would like you to make me one more perception check. Is it average or hard? Um. Hmm. This yeah, still uh, well, it's darker, so it's still average, but now it's now, it's now too black. Okay. I'm sorry, Hope. I must go all oh, out. Oh, no, don't be sorry. No, you must go all out this, just this once. Uh, two advantage, two threat, and two failure. So just two failure. Two failures. <laughs> um, I, I think Mariposa, uh, on her hands and knees, just looking all around, careful to avoid any more chompy bugs, uh, but is just unable to to find this, this like, smooth ocean rock. And she can, like... She sort of, she makes that stuff, and she stops and sort of like puts her fingers in her hair and sort of like grabs her head and she can see it in her head, like what it looks like. She, she knows exactly what it looks like. She can even remember when it was given to her and when they put it up in the tree and she just sort of like huffs and then lays in the grass and just looks at the sky and is just like trying her best to just calm down and process everything because she really hasn't 
she really hasn't given herself an opportunity to think about the conversation. She hasn't thought about the consequences of the conversation. And just now, like, everything's sort of starting to, to slow down. And she's finally, like, calming down after her little... Her little, uh, panic moment there. <laughs> Looking for the rock. Yeah. You definitely know where the rock landed. Uh, it would not be infeasible for Mariposa to come back during the daytime, you know, the next day or, or a week from now or whenever. Um, mm -hmm. But in her frustration, she she lays down and just kind of huffs and puffs with her back to the grass. How far away from the main road is this, like, little area? Um, I would say, like... So is the is the landscape here uh, very flat? Is it a little more hilly? Like, well, what is sort of the the landscape? Uh, the landscape Cause... here is 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 very uh, sort of uh, mountainous, highlandy. Um, mm -hmm. It is it, the mountain chain itself is not a very like tall mountain chain. It is like just tall enough to even be considered mountains. Um, okay. And, and and the peaks are pretty much at the center of of the of the the landscape itself. So oh, okay. if you want to picture like a, a very like long spindly sort of arm, um, it is, I'm gonna just, I'll send you a, uh, I'll send you a little screenshot here. Ooh, um, thank you, yes. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry about it. Uh, so yeah, you, uh, very mountainous, very hilly, um, very, sparse in terms of like tall wildlife um it's it's like there's it's it's grassland it's sort of stepland uh yeah um did you send it i sent it via discord via discord oh there it is okay so we're on like the the right side there correct? yeah the right the tip of the right side yeah Okay, beautiful. Um, so I imagine in my mind's eye that this uh, this particular sapling, this tree, is like on a hill. Um, so from the road, like if you were sitting up or standing next to the tree, you could be seen maybe. Um, but if you're like lying in the grass, it would be difficult difficult to see. I feel like difficult to see the road. So maybe mm -hmm. the that particular hill. Are difficult to see like if you were lying down you wouldn't probably wouldn't be able to see the road but from the road to see that you could see probably the top of the tree from the road okay yeah that's good to know it's what i imagine it's probably like probably like 20 maybe 20 feet off away from the road as the crow flies as a crow right of course how long does mariposa stay here before she heads back into uh into nasim shai i feel like she doesn't know <laughs> i feel like um I feel like she lays there for a long time and sort of just dissociates um, because, you know, Chiron was her greatest, closest, and quite possibly only, like, real friend. Like, she's probably, I imagine Mariposa's pretty, like, popular. Like, a lot of people her age and around her age know her, but I feel like he's, like, the one, only one she really trusted and spent time with. Um, so she just kind of like is laying there and kind of trying to process how life is going to be without him to confide in. So she lies there for a long time and I, I'm just, I'm just going to go out and say like, she has no idea. Like she lays there for as long as she can until like she either falls asleep 
or gets the urge like either she's hungry or she feels like she needs to get up but she may be there all night I think hunger is what gets her. <laughs> yeah. I like, like, I like that idea a lot. You would Mariposa would have absolutely laid there all night long, but her tummy rumbles, and like, yes. fine. You said she had been dissociating, and like, I think she she was maybe like remembering times that she spent with Chiron, laying under the same tree, laying in that same spot, just like laughing, whatever. Um, absolutely. And, and I think all of that sadness and sorrow and and like mourning of you know maybe a lost friendship all kind of just go, is pushed to the back of your mind because your stomach is just screaming for food. Yeah. And we all know that our girl Mariposa, well, that tummy rumbles, she's like, she's like a moth to light. So <laughs> she feels her stomach rumble and she kind of like, <laughs> she kind of snaps back to reality and she's, ah. And she tries to like remember what her mom was saying was going to be dinner, but she can't remember it. She doesn't care at this point. Um, she very like I feel stiffly kind of gets herself to her feet because she's been laying on the literal ground for however long and um, sort of starts making her way back she's not in any hurry but a little bit like she's probably doing like a, a normal walking pace honestly I feel like the depression and the, the hunger kind of like balance out to a, to a normal walking pace as she makes her way back home you are walking down the Earth King's Road, and you can see um, the the outskirts of Nasim Shai ahead. Uh, it is a very quintessential Earth Kingdom village in terms of its architecture. A lot of wooden construction, sort of like pale uh, lumber. Um, a lot of, uh, if you want to, like like dark lumber accent paper windows, paper like sliding doors. Everything is very sort of rustic here. Uh, geographically, yeah. you know that the city lay, uh, the closest city to Nasim Shai actually is across the Silver Strait. Um, oh. Which is, yeah, so if you look at that map, it's, it's uh, right there on the left, the other side. That's where the closest oh, city, yeah. yeah. So the closest city is actually across from you. Now that map is a little artistic, you know. Uh, so, so but we it, don't. But it's a good... Yeah, a little representation. Um, yeah. But that's the closest city, and it's it's super expensive, and usually un, uh, un, it, like ill advised to get a ferry across the treacherous strait, uh, mm -hmm. and it's much easier to just travel along the Earth King's Road north back into the main body of the continent. Um, doing right. that brings you to. Uh, the the nearest like large town uh, guanyi but you are okay. coming into town and the uh, the town is pretty sleepy it is late uh but there there are people in the streets it is still a port town there are still tourists uh who are out and about at night um people who have come to see the world's arm people who have come to live the experience of of straddling uh you know all of the all three seas the the eastern sea the south sea and the great sea which is really just the ocean um mm -hmm. and people love the idea of being at like the the place of of the world where three different bodies of water all meet and mm -hmm. join together um 
you the the town is lit up uh so, you know there's there's like oil lanterns outside the uh, outside the town is again very rustic um and i think you come upon uh hilltop road we mentioned earlier you come upon a very large and spacious wooden building situated at the top of the hill out mm-hmm. and overlooking uh, the rest of Nasim Shai, which goes down the hill toward the pier. Mm-hmm. And that would be where I'm that, headed. That is where you're headed. That is your parents' uh, general store. Um, beautiful. I, it's a beautiful building. It's a wooden, rustic wooden building. Uh, it's got, like I said, it's got this rustic appearance, uh, despite being recently refurbished with some of the mm-hmm. finest lumber the Earth Kingdom has to offer, imported all the way from the western part of the kingdom from a town known as Gaipan. The Ooh. lumber is 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 very fresh, it's very new. Again, the, the building itself has been refurbished, but it, it's been refurbished so that it looks rustic and old. So it's like a, <laughs> an old new or a new old sort of right. look. Right, I love it. Beautiful, um, beautiful. It is. It is beautiful. You, uh, I imagine, are walking into the store because you see other people are, are going in and about. Um, even though it's nighttime, even though the sun has has long since gone down, um, mm-hmm. you you can see that the entire store is filled with shelves of various styles, sizes, and shapes. And there are the the massive, large, angular roof of the general store has multiple large skylight windows to make the most of you know long periods of daylight. Since you are, uh, since there's no like natural obstructions on either side of the the city, the city gets a lot of sunlight because of uh, it just being sea horizon on either side. So you get as much sun as possible every given day, and. Even though, though the sun has long since gone down, the store's still open. Like I said, there's still people in there uh, lit right. by, by oil lamps. There's an entire section of the store. As soon as you walk in, the entire front section of the store is more like a gift shop than a selection mm-hmm. of like general goods, groceries, and necessities that people living in Nasim Shai would need. So the front right. of the store's got like all of these knickknacks and, and, and you know souvenirs that have various references to like I I heart the world's arm and like all these different like, <laughs> like t-shirts and like right. you know uh, postcards any any sort of like roadside sort of uh, souvenir shop. Um, there are also re- like replica Airbender relics as as souvenirs. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of souvenirs, and that's kind of like what drives a lot of people to Nasim Shai and ultimately the souvenir shop is yeah. to kind of like do this like destination tourism to to do this kind right. of like I, I you know i came to the world's arm and all i got was this lousy airbender relic kind of thing <laughs> um yes, but they're I fake they're like they're fake relics they are not real right. relics. they're they're like not cheap knockoffs but they're like skilled replicas replicas right. being the key word um right different types hey. of artifacts yeah i'll be right back i need to sure keep- sure 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 <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I love the description. Please continue. You should be sorry. No, it's I'm, I'm, I've messed with you. Um, that was it. <laughs> you were in, you were in your parents. Does the store have a name? I just have it as Parents General Store, but like maybe they've got a name. Um, you know, I 
Not to put you on the spot or anything. No, you're fine. I feel like this is a business that has been in Mariposa's family for a long time. So, uh, it probably, it, I don't feel like it would have, and this is honestly something I should have thought about before today, so I apologize. <laughs> no, um, don't. Which it was something I never thought about. Like, oh, a background thing. Um, I don't think it would have, like, the family name. I feel like it would definitely have, like, a gimmicky sort of, like, you know, uh, uh, shop name. Like, if, oh, if their yeah. main thing is, like, you know, they, they not only are they a general store and, like, you know, they, they sell important, you know, living items and stuff, but the souvenirs, you know. So it's definitely going to be something that sort of garners the attention of tourists. Um, so something with the i'm trying to think of like something with the world's arm or the three the three c's uh, outpost or something like so, something something gimmicky uh yeah think about it you you chew on that and you let me know i i don't want to take that moment away from you uh i think it'll be neat whatever you come up with but you're in this store and there are other people uh, meandering about people um, all from all walks of life people from all over the world uh, not too many like it's not like the store is packed to the brim there's it's a very spacious store regardless even if there were a couple dozen people in here you might not even realize that there were that many people um, it's just that right. large but uh, the, even even your store closes. You know, it stays open due to the tourism. It stays open because much of the foot traffic uh, is generated by these these tourists looking for these souvenirs mm-hmm. and these you know these knockoff relics, these cheap relics. Uh, but um, even the st- even your store is is going to close at, at some point. And and I think you see your father um, working the register and. Mm-hmm. Uh, your mother is not a va- like not a- in plain view. Like I don't see her. You no, know, you don't. You don't see her. Just like like with a quick scan. I have another question for you. Is uh-huh. is is your house separate from the store? Um, I honestly, I always like the idea of like having your business and then having like your home on like the second floor or on in like another a section i just i imagine i guess it's sort of an elder scrolls thing for me i don't know but their their home is i feel like attached in some way to the store i think that makes sense too just stylistically i think thematically that, that this rustic sort of um kind of uh old uh town uh nasim shai mm-hmm. is a very old town it's probably one of the oldest places, uh, constantly settled places in, um, the Earth Kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's also very sort of, like, old-fashioned. So, mm-hmm. I think it makes way more sense that the house is also the general store, is also the house. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Mariposa's dad is, like, kind of the person who with their business doesn't really, like, trust a whole lot of people to, like, help them run it. So it would definitely make sense for him to like be at the register, like checking people out, like seemingly like at a glance, like one of the most like one of the tasks you could give to somebody, you know, but it's something that he kind of does on top of just running this business they've had for a long time. Like he he's just extremely involved with every level of the operation as I feel like maybe they both would be. 
I like that. Um, one question about your parents. Which one is which in terms of the name? Huron? Huron? Huran? Huron is the father. Huron is the father and Indri is the mother. Got it. Yes. Yes. Um, you walk into the store and like I said, you see Huron uh, behind the register. Your father... Uh, in in like just no, like very casual uh, attire like nice linen pants but very simple pants and mm-hmm. like an uh, uh, like a vest with uh, maybe a like a, uh, a a pair of of glasses that are mm-hmm. like clipped to a pocket in the vest and he, he is himself a, kind of a short man a balding man with a thick mustache and he's uh, mm-hmm. hunched over the register. Uh, checking out, uh, running some numbers, doing something, uh, and, and exchanging uh, coins with uh, a customer who has just purchased uh, one of those uh, the world's arm T-shirts, and uh, they're, they're, like, they're like happily like, yeah, you know, putting it on before they even uh, get out of the store. And, I'm gonna wear uh, this out. <laughs> I'm gonna wear this out. Yeah, <laughs> smiling, but like just being. Uh, jovial about it with with whomever they're with and uh, your father uh, looks up from the transaction and makes eye contact with you and his face goes from very like stern austere uh like uh eyes for you know brow furrowed i'm counting money kind of thing looks at you and his his like expression warms up and he smiles hey dad and she smiles back my darling mariposa what where have you been all night oh you know just just vibing. I don't know what that means, but just as long as you're happy, that's all that matters to me. Mm. Yep, super happy, a million percent happy. Yes, and she's just like forcing the smile and just kind of like she she's. I mean, I don't know if you've ever worked retail, um, but <laughs> I have. And, yeah. and she's sort of like very um, unnecessarily sort of organizing like the little snow, I don't know if they're snow globes in, in this uh, era or not but like little little knickknacks that are like on the shelf. She's like making sure they're like straight or she's sort of like, you know um, staggering the ones that look like they should be staggered like kind of just making herself look busy <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 yeah um, Your father sees this and, and he says to you, oh please, we're, we're, we're closing up huh? you know that uh, why don't you go upstairs? Oh, uh, we don't yeah. get up early to do it in the morning. <laughs> he he gives you like a, you see a little twinkle in his eye and he's like, "That's my girl." <laughs> oh, wow. Your mother's upstairs. She's preparing dinner. Oh my goodness! Thank goodness! I'm so hungry. Thanks, Dad. And she kind of blows him a kiss and literally like almost trips over herself running up uh, to find food. <laughs> okay. Um, very, very, very wonderful. You go up the stairs, and I don't know what your house looks like, because I didn't think about it being <laughs> just attached to the general shop. Um, so you can describe to me what your house looks like, and, uh, where you'll find your mother. Cool, um, so yeah, so the main floor of the building, the sprawling sort of architecture, is the shop. Uh, there is a, an upper floor, a, a singular, uh, an upper floor... Uh, and then an attic above that for storage. But I, I imagine that the upper floor uh, of the building uh, has a lot of windows in it. Uh, lots of 
um, like the, the main floor has some windows, but it's kind of like the second floor has more. Uh, you go up and it's pretty open concept, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of organized clutter. I feel like I feel like her parents have a lot of, you know, trinkets, souvenirs. I feel like they're very well traveled, especially because they're merchants. You know, they go all over the place trying to find wares that they can possibly sell in their store. Um, lots of art and tapestries. Like, not not like knickknacks that they, essentially like cheap knickknacks, but like cool stuff. Like, uh, like high tier souvenirs. Like when you go to like Alaska and you buy some crazy like whalebone thing, you know, it's like, it's, it's like the high ticket souvenirs, if you will. Um, and the kitchen, I feel like is probably like takes up most of the space up here because I feel like Mariposa comes from a family where everybody loves to cook and very much appreciates, you know, world taste and, and, spice and different ingredients and things so I feel like they have a very finely appointed kitchen with all kinds of very exotic kitchenwares utensils and things oh my god I'm so hungry oh me too (laughs) (laughs) um I love it thank you for the description so yeah that is where you'll I mean you'll find your mother um back uh to you as she is whisking away at some sort of ingredient uh as she prepares dinner Mom, hi, can I help? Oh my goodness. Thank the spirits that you have finally arrived. And she immediately like gives you the bowl, gives you like a thing. And like, it's a montage of just things being stacked on Mariposa uh, with, you know, with the first the bowl, then like the mixer. And then she takes off her apron and puts it over you. And it's not even like on you. It's just like (laughs) draped over this, this like pile of stuff that has become Mariposa. She puts like a hat over you. where have you been all night, young lady? Oh, you know, I was just, you know, hanging out uh, with the, you know, out around kind of watching you, the sunset. You were And I kind of got distracted. You were with that boy again, weren't you? Uh, no. I mean, for a little bit, but he left a long time ago, like hours ago. It's old news, Mom. Mariposa, you cannot lie to me. I'm not lying. He left. He's gone. He's, you know... Bye. Oh. Make me a deception. <laughs> a little wave with our face. <laughs> um, I mean, she's not completely lying, right? <laughs> not completely, so maybe a different skill. Like, what other sort of social skill? Um, I mean, maybe persuasion? Or negotiation? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, deception's fine. I mean, I- I'm fine with that. Yeah, let's That's stick fair. with let's stick with deception. It's the tone. It is we we know Mariposa's not lying that Chiron is gone, but we know she's hiding her or maybe empathy. Whatever you think is best. I mean, I'm down with empathy because that's charisma instead of guile, so that's instantly better. Um, does yeah, Mariposa do have any sort of Does Mariposa have any sort of boost? her empathy at this point in her life. How how many? What, what is your empathy rank uh, in, at present? Mm, president's two. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. It's not charisma. It's cheap. But her empathy is at two at the moment. One yellow. Yellow. Yay. Yeah. Cool. This yeah, is average. So two purple. Average. Okay. 
We are lying to our mom! Hooray! <laughs> um. Alright. Alright, there we go. Okay. Ah! Oh no. Um. So I rolled two advantage, three threat, huh. one success, and one failure. Huh, 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 huh. So one threat is what it sounds like here. One threat. Um. Oh goodness. You just told your mother. I'm fine. He's gone. He's you never come back. And she says to you, "You know I can see right through you." And I think like well, walk, walks over to you and like lifts your chin up and like like gently you know makes eye contact with you yeah I mean but let's try one more time right <laughs> and she does sort of an embarrassed sort of sheepish smile Mariposa I don't want you seeing that man anymore that young boy anymore he's always looking I... at you like a porcupine in a cabbage patch Do I know what that means? Yeah. You know it means that he's always looking at you like a porcupine in a cabbage patch. <laughs> Do porcupines like cabbages? I'm just being silly. No, you're fine. That was cute. Um, <laughs> you, Yeah, you you know that porcupines go crazy for cabbages. Yeah. And she sort of rolls her eyes. Mom, he's just my friend. And don't worry, we had a big fight today. And he is never going to be around here again. So it's it's fine. She uh, looks over at you and like raises an eyebrow when you say you had a big fight today. And doesn't say anything about that. She just lets you say uh, that he's never gonna be around again. Well. She starts whisking. Well, I don't think that he could never come around. I, and she's just like working with another, like maybe uh, she's, she's like laying out some dough, uh, making, right. making some sort of like fried dough thing, prepping it up. And uh, I just don't like him uh, hanging around the, the store all the time. It was smart of Huron to fire him. We didn't need him here. He's not even family. I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna question dad's choices. I mean, it's your store and dad's store and you know, whatever you think is best is best. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna tell you to run your business. Mariposa, I'm very impressed that you are taking this so well. We oh really yeah, for sure. Going, <laughs> we really thought you would just give us a heck of a time, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe if he didn't leave, but since he left, you know. Cool. Good riddance, I guess. Well, sweetie, uh, she's just like very nonchalant, just passes over like, okay, uh, can you please do me a favor? We're out oh. of coriander, and I know there's some downstairs uh, in the store. Can you go pick some up off the shelf? Yeah, of course. Um, but, I mean, what sort of businesswoman would I be if I didn't negotiate? I am starving. Do you have any, like, snacks or anything? Like, a little, like, you know, a little bit of bread or, like, a... Uh... <laughs> uh... Mariposa. She's, she said, Now, Mary, you know I've taught you better than that. No snacks before dinner. 
I'm so hungry, I'm gonna die. And then her stomach, I don't know, very, very aptly timed. Just... Your mother will. <laughs> Inj injury and she will. she does a puppy dog eyes. Yeah. She'll say, if you want a snack, you can buy one from downstairs. Oh, goodness knows I get paid so well here. And she sort of winks at her mom. And <laughs> it skips down the steps to go find some coriander and a snack. <laughs> <laughs> you go back down uh, the steps, and there are a couple of other people still like meandering in the store. But your father is like now on the other side of the cash register, and like slowly, kind of pressuring people to to leave. He can smell the the food cooking upstairs. Knows that it's almost <laughs> dinner time, which means it's almost time to close the store. And, and, you know, rest up before he has to wake up in the morning and open the store back up. <laughs> right, and then start all over again. And start all over again. Business never sleeps, uh, nope. except for maybe four to six hours a day. Um, <laughs> oh, there's my little girl. Yeah, Dad, hi. I, I need to make a purchase, please. And does she know exactly where the coriander is? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But as you, as Mariposa like meanders to the like the back of the general store where the actual general goods are, uh, including like spices and various other ingredients and, and like, you know, dry goods and, and preserved goods, things that can be st like put in a pantry. Um, jerky. Jerky, oh yeah. Uh, you, go, you go back there. Uh, there are, like I said, there's a couple of other people in the store and um, your, your father is, uh, steps away from the register. Oh. Yeah. Huh. What's he doing? Uh, make me a perception check. How hard is the perception check? Uh, it's easy because the store is pretty well lit and it's easy to see because your dad doesn't want people stealing from him. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um... To advantage. To advantage, huh? You notice that your dad steps away from the register and see that he stepped toward a uh, taller woman, a woman taller than him, uh, wearing like oh. a like a like tannish brown uh, like overcoat uh -huh. and a like wide brimmed conical hat. The the tan is like covered in. Uh, gold filigree. It's a very nice coat, but not unusual. Again, to advantage. Not unusual for you to see this kind of like nice uh, attire every once in a while. Yeah, some some like highfalutin tourist uh, will come in and, and, mm. and be like, you know, stick their nose up at things. Uh huh. Uh, but he, you're, you get the impression that your father's attention was caught by said person. Um. Mariposa, being the uh, nosy, nubby individual she is, of course, will instantly like. She's gonna try to look like she's like looking for stuff, but she's definitely like watching whatever's happening. She wants the tea. <laughs> <laughs> she's thirsty um, for the tea. And your father, you, you you're close enough to to hear as your father walks up to this uh, woman and says. Uh, you're, she's looking at 
like some airbender relics, like the like fake relics, uh, just looking at, at different things. And and your father, uh, you hear him him like get into his like his you know salesman mode. Ah, I see you have a fine. Oh boy. I, I see you have a fine eye for the uh, for 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 the airbender relics. Is that right? Are these real? The woman says. Oh no! What? What? What is real? <laughs> these are certainly handcrafted, if that's what you're asking. No, no, it wasn't what I was asking, but it's an answer all the same. Oh. And she just kind of like turns away and like walks off into another part of the store. Hmm. Hmm. Can I uh, tell like what she was like? What she meant when she was talking about like that's not what I meant, but that's what I was asking. Uh, you could. Huh. You could make. Do do like a decipher. Make me a decipher check. Ooh, decipher. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's an appropriate skill. You're using your intellect. It's your. It's like insight, but for but for like reading between the lines. This is not empathy, certainly. Okay. Well, Mariposa is the dumbs. So, how hard is this? Uh, average. Okay. You've, you've been around adults. You know how adults talk to each other. Yup. One success and one threat. Oh, um, interesting. You uh, are, are, are like slowly meandering through the store. Uh, and as you think on this woman's words, you get a very solid impression that when she asked whether the relics were real, she meant whether they were authentic, real mm. airbender relics with almost a hint of disdain in her mouth, like in her tone. Um, and you're pondering these words as you are subconsciously following her around through the store. <laughs> oh my goodness. As, as she like slowly makes her way through the store, uh, looking at the different knickknacks and, and trinkets. You've got like a like a small jar of coriander in your hand, um, as you as you like very obviously like rummage through. Maybe this shelf has books on it or something, and like you you catch a glimpse of her eyes. Like you guys lock eyes for a second. She sort of smiles. Um, the. You, you see the face of the, this woman very briefly under her under the brim, the very large brim of her hat, and uh, she she gives you a very like half-hearted smile out of the corner of her mouth. Um, you can just you barely faintly see as as the like lines of age crease with the uh-huh. smile. And again, it's like it's more of a smirk. It's more of like a hmm, like a like an acknowledgement that you made eye contact. Like, she's like, I see you looking at me kind of thing? Yeah, like, like, I'm aware you're following me. Um, and she kind of like, for a brief moment in her internal dialogue, Mariposa's trying to decide whether she wants to say something or just pretend like she didn't notice. 
But Mariposa is far, far too. Uh, she likes to get involved in people's stuff too much. So. <laughs> it is. It is her mo. Yeah. Um. You know, I just I found it really. She kind of like leans against one of the shelves and looks at the woman, and starts talking to her as though she's like known her forever. You know, I find it really interesting that you know you're looking for like authentic avatar relics like wow like where would you even find something like that well i mean are you like a collector of, of crazy things like that like i'm just fascinating well like what what she on on multiple occasions you, you you watch her like face journey as she like in again throughout various points of like your very long line of questioning which we will say goes on beyond what we just recorded um she, like she, <laughs> yes. mul multiple moments where she like puts a finger up or like you, her mouth just slightly agape as if to say something and she's like fine like trying to get an inch in just her foot through the door as mariposa is just like question after question after question <laughs> <laughs> yes i love it uh and she'll finally uh, get a word in and say I never said anything about the Avatar. I'm looking for... Relics. Airbender relics, to be precise. Ah, Airbender, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. I'm very excited sometimes. Why are you so interested in Airbender relics? Why are you so interested in the souvenir predilections of an old woman? Because I feel like everybody who is so carefully perusing of, of uh, souvenirs has a very interesting story, and I love hearing stories. And she sort of like leans forward with like each syllable of the last bit. She's just like, I love it. Like you can like it's almost like a very pushy reporter. <laughs> very interesting stories. Well, I've got an interesting story for you. <laughs> Are you ready? And she just like perks up, like. Oh, I was born ready. Yes, and she just kind of does like like she doesn't sit, but she you can tell she's like kind of stands comfortably. Ours is a story about a world that lost its balance. Ours is a story mm -hmm. about a world that got a second chance. Would you believe me if I told you that I was actually looking for airbenders? I mean, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I've actually, you know, I would because it, it just seems pretty weird that, you know, there was only one for a while. And then now, I mean, I guess I've heard, you know, uh, rumors that there have been more kind of like popping up around, you know, just popping out of the ground like, you know, daisies. She she gives you a very like quizzical, like raises an eyebrow, gives you a very quizzical look, like, hmm, huh, how do you know this, little girl? Um, but instead, she says, "Well, rumors can be deceiving. That's true. Uh, I'm actually on my way uh, into the Earth Kingdom proper. Um, as you know, uh, the Eastern Air Temple, south of here." has recently become inhabited again by Master Tenzin, his children, and what are they calling themselves now? Hmm. Ah, oh, yes, the, the Air Nation. Do I know about Master Tenzin reoccupying the, the Air Temple? You, maybe not Master Tenzin. I think you know that the Air Temple south of Nasim Shai has been um, reoccupied because some of 
the recent boost in economic activity is, is coming from like a reignited uh, port that had been like dying and decaying. And, uh-huh. and, and with the occupancy of the air temple to the south, they, they need goods, they need food, they need products. And Nassim Shah is happy to ship whatever they can out to them. Right. Okay. That's. I, I think that's about the extent of your knowledge off the top of your head. But you could make a a, a knowledge check if you want to see if you know more. That's fair. Um, I think that. I think that's fine. Um, if you want, I can make a check. D- does she know who um, Master Tenzin is? That you'll need a check for. Yeah. Oh, I, I would like to do a check for that, please. Give me a. Uh, give me a history check. Hmm. Or a culture check, one or the other. Okay. I guess it, it. if you have a yellow, you'll get it. So pick okay. whichever she one would be better for you. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's yellow in nature. That's the only one. Sure. This is basically <laughs> just a general knowledge check then. Um, this is going to be average difficulty, two purple. Okay. Um, one success and one threat. Oh. Um you definitely know who master tenzin is everybody in the world knows who the avatar's only airbending son is um and everybody is aware of the sort of implied burden upon master tenzin to rekindle the air nomads as as a people um people are aware that master tenzin has a wife and has multiple children and that his children are probable airbenders. Uh, Canon shows us, like, his children are absolutely airbenders, but, like, I I think a general population in the outskirts of the Earth Kingdom, you know that, like, yeah, they're probably airbenders. Who knows? Uh, You know, I don't know. (laughs) You really know. I don't know. So so with the threat, uh, there's some information um, that you don't know or, or that you don't know is false. There's a lot of, like rumor there's a lot of different hearsay um and and you're not familiar with his efforts specifically to to like find airbenders mm-hmm. so i'm not i'm not aware of their of their desire to find airbenders i'm sorry cut out a little bit yeah you're not aware necessarily of the of of their active desire Mm. to find airbenders right so the last thing she said was that how would i know how would i know this yeah she was curious uh, about how how you came to uh just have all these questions and and be so like aware right so she's like oh i mean that's that's master tenzin Air Temple? I mean, I knew there were people at the Air Temple because, you know, trade has been coming in and out of there again, which, I mean, it's been pretty dead for a while, but wow, like, suddenly it's like, hey, here we are, we want to buy things, and it's Master Tenzin? That's nuts. Like, wow, I can't believe it. (laughs) But, uh, as far as what I know, I mean, I guess... (laughs) Go ahead. No, please, please continue. (laughs) I mean, as far as what I know, I mean, I guess there are just, you know, some people out there who, you know, one day they're just normal people, and then the other day it's like, wow, I, I made a, I made a wind. That's, what, wow, oops. 
she once again like cocks an eyebrow and says, Indeed, yes. But I mean, really, like, there's probably a lot of people, you know, like, if it's Master Tenzin around, like, there's got to be all kinds of people who are, like, suddenly airbenders. I mean, just the other day I was like, wow, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get this butterfly, and all of a sudden I'm like, wow, the butterfly is suddenly coming right at me. And I was like, wait a minute, how did I do that? And so I started trying out some stuff, and <laughs> next thing I knew, I accidentally knocked over a bush. Um, it was fine. It was fine. I only, bro you know, broke a couple branches, but, you know, after some tethering and some and some coaxing, it's fine. I It's, it's not dead. But yeah, it's pretty cool, I guess. And Mariposa is 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 giving this really great story about this that the time that that thing just happened. And I think while you're doing it, you have fallen into the sort of pattern that you fell into with your father earlier, where you're starting to like tighten uh, the display on the shelves, rearrange things, um, yes. <laughs> and like so you you've turned away. And so when you turn back to finish talking to her, she's gone. She's not there. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess it was, I'm, not, I'm not the greatest storyteller in the world. I'm better at uh, I'm better at picking it up and then laying it down, I guess. But um, and she like finishes what she's doing and she runs the coriander to the uh, to the register where her where her dad is. Oh, there you are, Mary. Yes, hi. Yep, I I would like to buy this, please. You what? Just bring it up to your mother. The numbers. The the numbers. The numbers. What what numbers, sweetie? If I just take the coriander and I don't pay for it, you know what's gonna happen? <gasps> You're right. The numbers. Okay. What did? What is, <laughs> give give me the coinage. And she will um uh, rummage around in her in her coin purse and find the exact amount of money and push it across the the counter at her dad. I think as you rummage through your coin purse, this is where I would like flip a story point, but I'm just gonna do it because this is this is our moment um, to tell stories. And mm -hmm. I think as you're rummaging through uh, your your coin purse, uh, you you pull like a bug, like one of those beetle worms pops out, <laughs> um, and and you like toss the coins onto the desk, uh, or the yeah the desk, and and there's a couple of beetle worms there with them as well. And you look at it sheepishly, and your father. Uh, gets that stern, austere, like furrowed brow look again. He, his demeanor goes from like warm and friendly to like cold and, and like disciplinary. Mary, where did that come from? Oh, wow, that, that's weird. Um, <laughs> well, uh, let for, me just... for starters, you should not be bringing bugs into the store. I promise you it was an accident. Were you hanging out with that boy again? Much, 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 much earlier today. We had a big fight and he's gone. He's gone, you say? As in he's not coming back to this store? Yep. Well, that's good. I fired nope. him. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> good job. Did, good choice. I, did, I didn't like that boy always filling your head with nonsense about bugs and buried treasure. Yeah, uh, pretty whack. All right. I agree. He gives you a receipt for the coriander. <laughs> Thanks. And clean up these bugs. Okay. And she'll sort of like scoop them up and like kind of like 
push open the door with your foot and kind of like toss them outside. Come on, get! <laughs> Dumb bugs. <laughs> Dumb bugs, <laughs> beat it. You bring the <laughs> coriander upstairs to your mother? Yes, right away. She's very weirded out by the vanishing lady. And uh, your mother like gives you a visual like scolding glance. She gives you a stink eye. Um, it took you long enough. Oh, there was a very interesting customer who was interested in buying some uh, some of the souvenirs. So I kind of was listening to yeah, but yeah, you're right. It, it did take long enough. Sorry. And she'll oh, bring well, the coriander. I suppose if you were helping a customer, I I can't complain. Money is time. Time <laughs> is money. Yep, I agree. You give her the spice, and uh, why don't you make me a perception check? Okay. Uh, one uh, purple. Alright. Uh, oh! Um, mm, do, do, do. One success and one advantage. Oh! Uh, as you, as, after you relinquish the coriander spice to your mother, who, who gets back to preparing uh, some, some rice, uh, she uh, like kind of just meanders in, into like the rest of the kitchen. She's just like not really paying attention to you. And I think there's like a table or, or some sort of like small corner desk or, or something uh, atop which you see um, two pieces of paper. Uh, like, like, almost like long postcards or, or like, slender, like, receipts or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, you said, one success and advantage. So, with the success, you see these things. And with the advantage, I think you can see that they are very clearly tickets. Like, for a like, boat? Like, or travel a train? like travel tickets, yeah. Oh, okay. So kind of like passports, if you will. Like little like passport stamps kind of thing. Yeah, something that would very clearly indicate, like, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be boat tickets or if they're going to be like airship tickets or if they're going to be train tickets. They're just tickets. They're like travel tickets for sure. Okay. Um, so just kind of looking at these and pondering them. Um... Is this something like this collection of this collection of tickets uh, that I've never noticed before? Um, this is so you're in your house proper, and mm-hmm. this is like you know your your like little end hallway desk or something. It's just a small piece of right. furniture with like maybe a plant on it, a picture uh, of the family. And these two tickets are definitely something you've never seen before. You didn't notice them the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's just going to sort of look at them for like a long moment, kind of a dramatic pause. Um, Mom, what are these? And she'll kind of rest her, brush her fingertips over them for a moment, not really wanting to like touch them too hard. Like kind of if you were to touch like an old map or a piece of, documentation oh those those are nothing uh don't don't pay any attention to those mom i can tell when you're lying and she kind of waggles a finger at her with a wink oh a little little role reversal from the earlier 
encounter yes. with mummy. Um, <laughs> and you, sh you weren't supposed to see those. Go ahead and throw them away. It's not important. But if you're so worried about me seeing them, there's obviously something important, right? I mean, I'm old enough now. You could tell me, right? What is if it? Please. She puts the the uh, like the bowl or the, the the dish that she's currently preparing down. Sighs as she like folds her arms uh, across one another, and she says, "You know, your father and I would always tell you whenever we go somewhere. It's not like we would just leave without saying anything." Right. That, those tickets are not ours. That boy had it in his mind that he was going to take you to where somewhere Chiron always talked about wanting to take you. I imagine like somewhere, like way before she knew about her her airbending, I'm imagining somewhere in like the Fire Nation, like somewhere really exciting. Um, and fun. Ember um, Island? Yeah, yes! Ember Island, yes. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> that boy had it in his mind <laughs> that he was going to take you all by himself to Ember Island. <gasps> oh my god! And she sort of like reads her mom's demeanor real quick that she's like disapproving and she quickly changes her tone from excited to like, oh my goodness, like the nerve, right? Wow. She uh, squints her eyes at you. Yeah, the nerve. <laughs> I will definitely throw these Any away. Anyway, those are our... He... When your father fired him, he left them. <gasps> My heart hurts. <sighs> he left them? Like... In the shop? Or did he drop them? Or... I don't know. You'd have to ask your father. I mean, what do I care? Right? Yeah. But yeah. Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> she sort of like. Uh, and, sorry, and she has like a she, sort of. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, she just kind of like has a mental image of how that conversation would go, and she very quickly like decides against it. I'm sure she does because right at that moment where your mother says, "Why don't you ask your father?" and then your dad's coming up the stairs and he says, "Ask me what." Oh, I was going to ask you how much you like coriander because I got it for tonight's meal and I don't want to use too much. And she's like shoving the tickets like in her bag. <laughs> no. Try yes. to be sneaky. Uh, make me a stealth check. No, make me a sleight of hand check. Okay. Um... Too purple. Is she good at it yet? Is she good at sleight of hand yet? Because she started with a yellow, but I don't know if she would have it yet or not. Did you start with a yellow? Yeah. Then yeah. keep your yellow. Yeah. Uh, two purple. Oh my god, a triumph! No way! <laughs> um, a triumph, uh, one success, and a threat. Um, so two success and a threat. And a triumph. <laughs> you successfully, uh, are able to stash the ticket away, um, in into your into your pouch uh 
and and walk away. Nobody nobody sees you do that. Uh, your father, uh, you walk past him into the, like the the kitchen or den area, dining area proper. Um, as as your mother is is actually placing out like hot dishes ready for serving, mm. and your father kisses you on the forehead, and he notices that the tickets are not on the countertop anymore. And what do you do with your triumph? So I'm gonna say that with the triumph, um, oh man, I gotta be careful because if he figures out that I still have them, I'm gonna say with the triumph that the tickets are good anytime. Um, I don't know oh, if that's I... how they work generally. I love that. <laughs> yes. I love that so anytime. much. <laughs> Yay. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do with the triumph. That the tickets are good anytime for a trip to uh, Ember Island. Ember Island. That's perfect. That's, that's wonderful. Um, very good use of a triumph. Great fiction. Yay. You, the family sits down uh, for dinner. And um, it's it's relatively quiet. The, the, your parents exchange like pleasantries among one another, but there's this sort of like terse atmosphere to the conversation. Like everybody's kind of very short with one another. Um, most of the the ambient noise is just like the clatter of utensils against porcelain dishes. Mm hmm. Couple of like, <clears throat> boy, what a busy day! And your father will chime in. Oh yes, it was very busy. And how about that strange woman in the evening? She didn't buy anything. Was that the dad? Yeah. Did she? Did she just leave? Oh yeah, she like, walked like, out. That was weird. I mean, I was like. I was curious because, you know, people don't usually ask, I mean, questions like that about the airbender relics. So it was just like, you know, obviously we don't sell real airbender relics. Like, could you imagine? Like, <laughs> yeah, your father, um, your father lets out a chuckle and he was like, no, no, we don't. We sold all those a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was curious, like, you know. What kind of person would be looking for something like that? And so I was talking to her a little bit, and then next thing I knew, she was gone. It was weird, real weird. Takes a big bite of whatever it is they're having, like, so that if anybody says anything, she has time to, like, chew. Oh, yes. Yeah, you, you're, you've just got a mouthful of, uh, of, of food. And your mother chimes in, and she says, um, I'm very happy and I'm so excited that soon we'll be able to take the train all the way to Ba Sing Se. And your father just kind of lets out a grumble like, hm, why would you want to go to Ba Sing Se? I mean, Ba Sing Se is kind of like a big deal, you know? Oh, Mariposa, wouldn't you just love to go to, to, um, to you know, little Omashu in Ba Sing Se for shopping? Oh my goodness, I would love it! You know how much I love shopping. Your father grunts again. Why don't you just go to real Omashu? We should all go. Family trip? Family trip? No, I've got too much work to do. 
Mariposa, you have, up and... you have work to do. Um, but this is? You have your studies. You need to get your head out of the clouds. Mm, yeah, right. Yep. Uh, I will definitely, definitely do that for sure. Yep. She takes another big bite of food. Your mother chimes in. Well, sweetie, your father's right. You do need to pass your mark, to make your marks if you want to get into university. You know, I was thinking about it, and university, I mean, it's, it's a lot, you know? And I just, I don't know if I can handle that kind of pressure. I mean, I, I you you both know how I crumble under pressure. I mean, I would just be a mess. A puddle. Nonsense. Nonsense. That's it. Just a puddle with braids. Uh, Huron speaks up and he just says, Nonsense. You'll go to school. You'll get your business degree. And then you'll come back to Nassim Shai and we'll make loads of money. But... What if I don't want to do that? What? Not work with the family business. I mean, I love you guys, and the store is really cool, but I just, I feel like, you know, I, there's something more out there for me. And she kind of like looks out at the window and she's feeling sad again about Chiron. <laughs> your, your dad, your, you see, you see the hand, like a, uh, like a stubby fingered, ha like sausage fingered hand, very like hairy back of the hand like the back of the palm is hairy the arms are like all covered in dark hair your, your father's like thick hand you see uh, appear between your your vision and the window and the finger snapping mariposa hello uh, what you 24 this is what i was talking about entry this is why that boy had to go he's filling her head with nonsense you mean dreams and happiness look Here's a business proposition for ya. And she kind of like puts her her bowl down and puts her hands on the table. Your mother like pearl, like grabs like her pearl clutches as well. She clutches her pearls. Yeah, cause you, you, you like, you made you made a little bit of like noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Um, look, so if I were to run the business, I would hate it. I would do such a bad job. I would run us into bankruptcy in less than a year. It would be terrible. I would ruin everything and destroy everything you've built. If, not on purpose of course, but just because I'm terrible at it and I hate it. But if you were to find somebody local who appreciates the business, appreciates what we stand for, uh, respects the family and is good at the actual doing business aside from just sharing blood with you guys, train them, show them how to do these things. The, the store could be very successful and, and do wonderful if, if you give it to me it will be ruined i promise i guarantee your, it 100 your father stands up and, and meets your energy and like his plate clatters in place as well and your mother again like after just looking at you and clutching her pearls like looks at him and uses her other hand to clutch her other pearls right? i was <laughs> like oh my goodness um and, and your father says no you listen to me young lady we are going to pay for your education we're going to, we've paid for your tutoring. For how long? We finally convinced you to get rid of your dance lessons and replace them with something smart and practical. You will go to university, you will get that business degree, and you will inherit this business. 
I'm not gonna be around forever, and your mother is going to outlive me, but only by a year. And she like nods, like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yep, it's true. So at this, Mariposa kind of bristles a bit, like she kind of like screws up her face a bit and kind of her nose twitches. And she also like stands, like kind of before she was leaning over the table with her hands on the table. And she like even more like she kind of like Kind of like when, when two dogs are growling at each other and they're like slowly like, you know, becoming more fierce than the other. She kind of like bristles up a bit more than him and puffs out her chest a bit. And, you know, you know what's more important than that? Doing what you love. I don't care if, if you pay every last bit of currency in the world to teach me something. You're not going to teach me to love it. If you don't love something, it dies. And I don't want this business to die because I love you and I know how much pride you have in it. And you can't force me to do anything. And she shouts. And um, if I have to use a story point, I will. But she sort of yells out and just this like burst of air just like comes out of her like core, <gasps> I feel like. It kind of knocks over the teacup, kind of scatters the bowls and maybe even breaks something. Yes, and I think your parents are so taken aback that they, I don't even think they realize what just happened. <laughs> and you, your mother is like in, in like visible horror, like shock and, and like a, 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 an expression of horror on her face. And your father sees this and he looks back at you and he says, you go to your room. No, I'm going to tell you right now that Chiron was the only person who understood me and listened to me and you made him go away. And he tried to tell me to go with him, but you know what? I told him no because I wanted to stay here, but I realized I made a mistake. I love you both, but you're wrong. And you don't know how to raise a daughter, and that's why... That's why Mirren left. Your... Oh my gosh. Your father... <laughs> his demeanor changes from one of, like... One of, one of like, rising anger um, to like a look of, of shock, like, wow, you said that. And now your mother stands up and she puts her hand on your shoulder and she says, I am so disappointed in you. And she leaves the kitchen. <laughs> and your father follows after her. And I think we'll end that scene there. And it's it's the next day. <sighs> the shop has been opened back I'm up. I just full at Mariposa. Sorry, I just let it full Mariposa. No, that's okay. My heart is like <laughs> my. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so it, it's the <gasps> next it's the next day, and you have not. Nobody's uttered a peep to one another. Or at least your parents have not uttered a peep to you, and vice versa. And your mother is downstairs this time in the shop, helping, you know, uh, get get things ready and set up. Uh, your, your father's opening the door. And I think um, there's this, this sort of, like, quiet acknowledgement that you are not expected to help that day. She kind of sighs and she feels a little bit 
bad about her outburst, but sort of the culmination of emotions and sort of the buildup of events had sort of just piled up and she had exploded a bit. So it was definitely sincere what she had said, but she, so she doesn't feel like apologizing for it, but she definitely knows that she like hurt their feelings. And so she just kind of wants to remove herself from the situation. So She's going to leave the store, and um, she's going to go down to the pier, uh, the exact one where she had talked to Chiron last, and sort of sit down and dangle her little legs over the side and sort of just stare out over the, the ocean and breathe. Hmm. You'll ponder there for a while, letting the breeze and the small uh, marine noises kind of drown out your thoughts. You are, like you said, kicking air at the end of the pier. Um, There's a hustle and bustle of of people behind you. Uh, Ships are light, small, but still marine vessels are coming to dock, um, are leaving the, the pier are heading out into the Eastern Sea or heading out uh, through the Strait out to the South Sea. And how long does Mariposa stay there? Um, maybe for a good like 20, 30 minutes to an hour. Okay. You know, just sort of trying to gain her composure. You hear, just you overhear conversation um, throughout uh, the, just throughout the, the time that you're sitting there. You, you hear a lot of people who, who whisper, and, and, or not maybe not whisper, but just kind of like gawk and, and talk about how impressed they are with like, um, oh, one guy for instance walks by and he's just like, you know, the great uniters cut down bandits by 90% in the area. And another <laughs> woman, uh, at some point walks by and just talks about how great it is that the the port seems to be so much more lively than it's been in the past uh, and just thanks to that boom of, of economic activity and, and the reduced piracy thanks to the interim Earth Kingdom president and just like everybody seems really kind of eager, excited, jolted, energized, ready to like get on with their day and it almost, I think, makes Mariposa feel like she's being like left behind. Oh, absolutely. Because Chiron has moved on, and now here these people are like talking about the next thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. She definitely feels that. And as she, she hears and she recognizes how excited people are and how exciting the things they are saying are, and she knows she should be excited about it and want to be a part of it, but she's just very apathetic about all of that. Where do you go after the pier? She... Um... Just so, this is gonna sound silly, but does Mariposa know how far the air temple is? Um, make me a, a geography, a knowledge geography check. And in what direction, I suppose. So let's see. How hard is this check? Um, average. With a boost die. Cool. 
Thank you for the bloost. The bloost? Oh my god, holy shit! <gasps> what? Um, <laughs> what? What? Um, so that is one, two, three, four success. Holy crap. One, two advantage and three threat. So four success and three and two, I'm sorry, one threat. One yeah. threat, huh? Four success and one threat. Um, you know that the Eastern Air Temple is south of Nasim Shai, just a, just across uh, the the uh, another strait of uh, or a body of water where the three seas meet. Um, mm -hmm. You also know that the Eastern Air Temple, long before the Hundred Year War, um, used to frequent your town for trade. Most of the airbenders and the monasteries uh, in the Eastern Air Temple and the surrounding landscape are not self-sufficient. And you realize, like you know this, just your history lessons in the area, um, know that they had to come to Nasim Shai to conduct some kind of commerce to, you know, to get food and, and offer their own like crafts or, or artisanry or, or like, you know, like Buddhist, like monk-ish robes or or linens or, or jewelry or whatever. Um, airbenders probably also did odd jobs around the town. And that's why it's so easy for for Nasim Shai to, to have these airbender like relics, replica relics. And like, that's where all the shrines outside the city along the Earth King's road come from because of like airben uh, air, airbender like diplomats and ambassadors and pilgrims would would come to Nasim Shai and then go along the Earth King's road throughout the entire Earth Kingdom to to proselytize to uh, meet to go to to meet other airbenders to to go on pilgrimages to other holy sites and like Nasim Shai was sort of like the starting point from the Eastern Air Temple. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So she's gonna go to the ports, and she's gonna try to find information about when the next trade ship or people going back to the temple is is gonna be going. Cause she's gonna try and uh, head that way. Because if she doesn't belong at home, then maybe this is this is where she belongs with the air with the air nation. <laughs> You, are you, so you go to like the port and, and I'm imagining like a ticket booth, kind of like Kennywood where you've got to buy admission for all the rides and stuff. And I just yeah. imagine it's something like that. Like there's like a, there's like a, a schedule of, of departures for the day. Um, and this is, this is completely like, this is all for people in your exact shoes who are like, you want to leave town kid? There you go. <laughs> and that's that's actually the like a woman leans over and she's got like that thick smoker voice and she's got a, like a cigarette in her mouth or something. And, and she's like, can I help you? Yes, um, I would like a one-way ticket to the air temple, please. One way, huh? Yeah. You have to join the monastery, be a monk, huh? Sure am. What kind of life is that for a young girl? You're gonna be a nun. Something like that. Whatever they're called over there. I mean, whatever's over there, that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I have no. I I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, one ticket. <laughs> Give me one moment. Thanks. 
she does a, a little bit of like fidgeting with with something behind the the registry or the countertop you can't really see i think mariposa is like on her tiptoes to get up to yes she can barely barely see you on her toes. she's and the, kind of just peering over the woman the woman like leans with just one elbow on the on like the plank counter between the separating her and and you and she looks kind of like down out over the counter over to you and how old are you me i am 20 this is she's 22 <laughs> i just I think love she the might idea be that you make you think what no um i'm trying to think on like the last episode and like trying to do the math oh yeah don't worry don't worry about an yeah. actual age she's mostly just asking because like you look really young Oh, yeah, uh, I'm 22. 20! I just like the idea that she does that for like 10 seconds. She does. She does like a long pause. She's fidgeting with her hair. Um, it's more than 20, less than 30. Uh, 30. Mm. Oh, would you look at... She like looks at her papers again. Oh, would you look at that? We're all sold out. No room. <gasps> Rip, um... Do you guys... Wow, do you have any need for like assistance on the boat or I don't even know like what kind of vessel it is it's like you know brings people across but I'd be willing to cross as uh you know service she puts up like a small sign that says um out to lunch be back in 15 <laughs> and just doesn't even acknowledge you <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm stuck here forever where did Chiron go so fast. Make me an easy perception check with a boost die. Cool. All right. Ah! Um. Oh my God. Um. That is many. Um. Two advantage and three success. Oh wow. Uh. You happen to make out in the crowd. Um, beyond this sort of uh, barrier, like this kind of like gated entrance. Not really gated, but like, it's like one of those, it's like one of those uh, parking lot um, bars, right? That like lift right. and close. Uh, yeah. And just beyond, just beyond, you you see the woman from uh, the, the souvenir shop in her like tan, overcoat robe-esque appearance with the with the gold filigree uh, accent all over the, the robes and the, the conical wide brim hat. She's gonna like rush that way, but when she gets closer, she's gonna slow down because she realizes that running at people is generally not a good way to get them oh, on the side. Oh, you you misunderstood. She is on the other side of this uh, this entrance from which you, you are currently oh, she's pretty close. barred. Does she see me? Um, you said how many success and an advantage? I had three success and one advantage. Uh, so the success was that you noticed her and the advantage is that you knew it was her. Um, <gasps> and now she looks, just like looks in a general direction because she hears like a loud voice kind of like you do when somebody yells hey and you're like is that at me <laughs> yeah, yeah but like exactly four, four other people all like look in your general direction <laughs> she's 
she waves at the lady with the, the cool outfit. It's me! Her eyes go like wide with recognition and um, she walks up to you. Oh, fancy seeing you here. What a coinkadink, huh? Is it a coincidence? I don't believe in it. Don't believe in coincidences, huh? No, I don't. But everything happens for a reason, huh? Let me ask you something. Uh-huh. How long have you known that you were an airbender? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Not long at all. Only a couple months. Ah, so you are an airbender. Oh! <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean... It doesn't catch Mariposa off guard at all that this strange woman is like, I know you're an airbender. No, not at all. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you do. Like, once the conversation goes on and, and Mariposa answers very other, like, deep probing questions about who she is and what she can do, I think it then yeah, dawns on Mariposa, like, wait a minute, what? How does she know this? Absolutely. Like, she's absolutely the kind of person that would, like, get into somebody's van without a question. <laughs> Wait, how did you know strawberry ice cream is my favorite? I mean, nice seats in here. It's very comfy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I mean, I, I've heard of you know, there's people you know, getting air bending. Like how wild, right? Like whoa, it's crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Do you always talk this much? Yes, I talk all the time. She puts a hand up, as if it were like <laughs> to to like sh you know in silence. And the hand is in front of your face, and you see. First, you feel a a like warmth, like a, a warmth radiating, emanating from her hand, and then you see a spark, a light appear in the palm of her hand, and then you see the entire hand sort of encircled with flame, and it's coming right at your face. <laughs> she kind of uh, like. Uh, uh, please, please, don't move! Don't move! Just sit still for a moment. You gonna burn my face? No. And she, okay. she, she like brings her hand very close, but never touching, to your face, and then like waves her hand over your whole body, like up to your forehead, down to your throat, along your shoulders, <laughs> down your sternum to your belly, to your your like tailbone, and then just like generally over again. And each, like, you feel as the warmth moves over your body where her hand is. Wow, that is super nice. You're So you're a firebender? Like, wow, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> I've never met a firebender before. At least I didn't know that they were firebenders, if they were. Well, I've never met somebody who was so easily impressed by parlor tricks. I mean, uh, I don't know what that means, but it's pretty cool. Nor somebody who was so observant, astute, and she, you can tell she's being sarcastic. Hey. Why are you here? A, why am I here? Like, I live here. This is my city where I live. No. Why are you here at the pier? Oh. Well, I like the way the ocean smells. I like the way that the wind feels. 
also my friend and I had our last interaction here yesterday, and I guess I'm feeling a bit cathartic. And I needed a good cry, but the cry never came, so I just kind of sat there, and I'm here I am. That I can understand. Needing a cry? Needing a catharsis. Whether it's a cry or a good meal doesn't matter to me. You like a good meal too? <laughs> she, she chuckles. Where are you going? To be honest, I don't know. I was trying to go to the air temple, but it looks like they're sold out of tickets. And when I tried to offer my services as working on the ship, they conveniently had to go to lunch. And I've seen that trick a million times. I work retail, so. <laughs> she smirks and uh, she says, you don't want to go to the air temple anyway. They're, Why not? Well, this they're a little stuck up. And if I'm being quite honest, they've got their own mess to worry about. You, on the other hand, I have a journey that I need to make inland. I've got many places to be, people that I need to meet. Uh, You have the world ahead of you, if you want it. (laughs) You know, if you would have said that to me yesterday, I would have told you you were crazy. But today I agree. And, uh, I guess and she sort of looks around at the pier and sort of glances. I don't know. The world just seems so big, I guess. I don't know where to begin. Well, you can start. And she, like, her hand uh, that's just totally uncovered, like, flicks. And from uh, her hand, almost like a magic trick, you see two tickets appear. You can start by keeping me company along my trip. You mean it? I don't know the first thing about airbending, but I know a thing or two about what it means to be a bender. I can show you, and maybe some of it will stick, maybe not. Or you can stay here in this small corner of the world and live your life wondering. What if? Oh, um, I would love to come with you. It sounds like a great adventure. Oh, believe me, it will be. What's your name? You can call me Lady Lee. <laughs> Lady Lee, huh? Has a nice ring to it. What is your name? I'm Mariposa. That's a mouthful, but Mariposa. Do you have anything left that you need to accomplish, or would you like to go? Hmm, no, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> See, the longer I wait, the more doubts I'll have, so let's just jump right head first, right? I like your spirit. <laughs> I go where the wind takes me, I guess. At least these days, as of today. I don't know. Uh, is that is that is? I don't know if that's an airbending thing. Is that uh, whatever? I'm, I'm sure you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's an airbender thing, but it's definitely a mariposa thing. 
One, one final scene for you, just a little out, like outro. Uh, your, your parents um, finish the day and are worried when you don't show up uh, for dinner that night. And thinking that it was just one of those times uh, where you've run off and, and you come back in the morning, uh, your father goes to the port and hmm. Oh, this is gonna hurt. I can tell. I think he goes to port, the pier, down to the pier, and he looks for um, Chiron. Just in general, he's he's looking for Chiron because he thinks you have absconded with him. And there's a, there's, a, there's a burning in his chest, a sort of animosity that he has been vindicated uh, and, and is now kind of just silently pondering as he goes back to the house to tell your mother what he believes happened to you. Oh my gosh, that's so good. And that's, that's it. so good. 